and welcome to my podcast. Oh, I don't know what it's called. What is it called? Oh, how did I forget? Um, Life as Sash knows it. Um, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I even forgot what it's called. It's basically where I'm going to give you guys kind of my experiences on life, my advice, the things that I've known as I'm going into my adulthood because I'm currently 18 at university. So, um, I'm going to have different seasons and there's going to be four episodes and each episode is going to be a different topic. So basically each month is a new topic. So this topic is mental health. So one thing that I thought was really, really important to discuss was kind of the random feelings of depression. So that is today's title, the random feelings of depression. So sometimes I will find myself just relaxing, nothing going on, nothing bad, you know, life quite going quite well, you know, have good friends and everything. But I find myself feeling sad. And, you know, I always say, as I say to everyone, that your feelings are always valid. But sometimes I question when my feelings are valid when I can't explain them. Because I feel, you know, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with me. But all of a sudden, my social battery might not be normal might be quite alone I might not want to hang out with people you know I'd rather just stay in my room and watch TikToks endlessly hours and hours on end which I think is definitely one of my bad kind of coping skills for when I don't feel too great and I can't explain it which I think is the most difficult thing I'm very I like to explain how I'm feeling I like to talk about my feelings because I believe that's really really important but when I have these random feelings of depression I just, well, I don't know how to explain it. I feel that no one can understand because how can anyone understand something that I can't even understand? And it puts me in this very kind of difficult situation because you should always talk about your emotions. I will always encourage everyone, especially you guys, to talk about how you're feeling because yes it may not completely eliminate what you're feeling and yes it may not take it away but I have definitely found from the past experiences that by talking things out through you know it doesn't have to be a therapist it could be your parents your friend your cousin anyone anyone that you could speak to I even used to talk to my dog even though she couldn't respond you know she'd just cuddle up next to me and I would just chat with her and regardless of whether she could respond back or not which obviously she couldn't but I wish she could it was always quite nice because it was like I knew someone was listening and dogs amazingly can respond in ways humans can't so if I was sad or upset she would know and she would sense it so she may not have been able to say anything but I know she could definitely her actions and the way she was behaving was showing that she cared and you know she wanted to be there for me but obviously when you don't know how to explain how you're feeling and you just randomly feel depressed, you just, like, where do you go? Like, what do you do? And I think the first part is, you know, you just, you just say, you just tell someone, right, look, I'm feeling this kind of way, you know, and I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And I definitely think, you know, from talking to friends and stuff, you know, they might question it. And sometimes when they ask me the questions, they might kind of help me get to the bottom of, what I'm feeling making me realise, right, okay, I get it now. So they might go, right, well, when did you start feeling like this? Do you know why you started feeling like this? At what point did you realise that you wasn't happy? Did something maybe trigger it? And I think those questions are really important. 
And, you know, you don't need a professional to tell you or ask you these questions. You just need someone who is very supportive and is willing to kind of help you work through it. And I think that's really important because, you you know, you want someone who's going to sit there and listen to you. Like, for example, my boyfriend, we have a really great relationship and I will talk to him and he will he will question me and he'll ask me right. And he'll get me kind of, you know, thinking about, you know, what might be wrong or what might have started it. And sometimes I'm like, oh, do you know what? Maybe, you know, maybe nothing started it, but maybe I just I just don't feel OK. But then I realise that sometimes when you do have those feelings of depression sometimes I realize it's when I get stuck in um in a kind of cycle so if I'm kind of waking up going to lectures having lunch coming home doing my work going to bed and for me that was a very a very big kind of repetition in my life that that's what I would do and although it was great you know I love my course I'm currently studying journalism it's amazing anyone who wants to do it I would definitely recommend it um, yeah, I love my calls. I love editing. I love interviewing people. But sometimes I get myself stuck in this loop. And as I'm studying it, you know, for journalism, every day is different, but I'm just studying at the moment. So therefore, you know, I get stuck in a loop of, you know, studying and maybe doing an interview here and there. But necessarily, it's just kind of, it's kind of saddening almost because it makes me wish that something was different. And I know at the start of uni, I definitely felt this way and it wasn't very nice. So I started sewing again because when I was in sixth form, I used to sew and I absolutely loved it. I loved sewing. I loved being. I did want to actually be a fashion designer at one point, but I decided that, you know, I wanted to go into journalism. Um, But yeah, and I just loved it. So I was sewing for a bit and then it got to a point where I was so consumed with university, not because it was too overpowering, but mostly because I put too much pressure on myself. And I know that putting too much pressure on yourself can definitely cause um, this kind of random, random feeling of depression because I would be so stressed out that I wasn't doing enough work, that I wasn't doing it, that I wasn't getting the information. You know, I constantly compared myself to people. So although there was not anything initially upsetting me in the sense that something bad happened to me, it was a lot of me doing it to myself without realising, a lot of me judging myself against other people, a lot of me, you know, looking at what people are doing, being like, oh, do you know what, I should have done that, or I wish I could have done that, or if I got an answer wrong in class, instead of going and realising, right, it's the mindset, basically, and I had the mindset of, right, I've got this question wrong, you know, how I'm not smart enough, why am I not getting this, why is everybody else getting this answer, like, am I just not cut out for this, when instead, you know, when I've kind of analysed my my mindset and realised that it's not all about, you know, um, me not being smart enough people get things wrong being wrong is all part of you know it's all part of learning and you know I I think minds your mindset is very very important and I think when I shifted my mindset as to a person who realizes that right okay I may have not got this right and I may have not understood this however what can I do to improve Maybe I could ask one of my classmates how they study. Or maybe I could look at what I don't understand 
and go over it a bit more. Or maybe I could go to my lecturer and speak to them and say, hey, I really don't understand this and I kind of feel a bit disheartened because, you know, there's nothing wrong with feeling a bit disheartened about something that you don't get. And so, you know, I might speak to them and get them to go over it and that might make me feel a little bit better and stop me from feeling, you know, sorry for myself almost in a way because... I feel like definitely for me, I'm a very academic person and I love to challenge myself academically and I love to kind of show people things that I've accomplished. And I guess if I feel like I haven't accomplished something, I can automatically put myself into this feeling of depression, which is no reason to feel depressed because I, you know, there shouldn't need to be this constant pressure to achieve something. Everyone is different and sometimes I have to remind myself of all the things I have achieved because I, you know, personally I feel like I have achieved quite a lot. And even if those things are minor, for example, I'm currently learning to drive and I have gotten a lot better at not stalling um, because whenever I'd stall I'd get very anxious because I'm worried, you know, the car's behind me going to bib at me and all of this stuff. And, and you know, I've been doing dri- driving lessons for a couple of weeks now and I feel like that is a self-achievement that I've stopped stalling as much and I think that's the mindset is that if I kept kept going oh I keep stalling I don't want to drive anymore I don't want to do any of this anymore no it's like it's the minor achievements and I think that sometimes people go into a a feeling of depression when they feel like they haven't achieved a lot but that may may not be true because with achieving things you've got the little mini steps that you've got to get there for example this podcast I don't expect people, I don't expect to have 1,000 listeners by the end of today or whenever I decide to to put this out there. You know, it might be months, it might be weeks, it might be a year until I finally start seeing things. And I know that, you know, if I'm in the wrong mindset, I might be like, oh, I might feel really depressed and be like, wow, no one wants. No, no one wants to listen to this podcast, you know, no one wants to kind of hear what I have to say. And that's not to say that, you know, that the podcast is terrible. It could be that the podcast hasn't reached enough people, or it hasn't reached the right enough people, or, you know, the people it has reached to might be like, yeah, I don't want to listen to this podcast. And that's okay. But that, I feel like when you're not succeeding, when you're not feeling, especially for me, when I'm not succeeding, I can definitely get into a random feeling of depression. And I might be like, well, I don't know why I feel like this. But then when I kind of look into things that have been happening, I realise it's because it's the littler things that are kind of slowly building up. And I'm not noticing because they're quite small. And I'm like, oh, I'm not doing this. Or oh, I'm not doing that. And oh, I'm not doing this. And then slowly, like, they kind of, like, like blocks, they kind of stack up on each other. And it's not until they start getting to a certain height and they all knock over that I'm instantly hit with that sudden feeling of depression. And it might be random, but it also probably isn't random. But I never noticed because I never kind of looked to see how I was feeling. I personally feel that it's really important to kind of look at how you're feeling or kind of measure your emotions maybe not every day you know we are very busy we have very different lives maybe a week in a week see right you know this week was quite good so at the end of the week I quite like to look at the good things so for example what so today is kind of coming to the end of the week it's currently Saturday on the weekend but I'm not sure when this will go up Uh, but I'm recording this on a Saturday so so far this weekend has gone quite well so I'd been ill for three weeks so I'd been kind of feeling 
instead of it being a random feeling of depression, I think I kind of knew once I'd analysed it, but it was quite random in the sense that, you know, I was in bed a lot because I was ill and I was like, why am I feeling like this? And I realised it was because I'm so used to being on my feet, doing stuff, going out, doing interviews, hanging out with friends. And when I didn't have that, I kind of just felt like depressed and really sad because I felt like I couldn't do anything. I felt restricted. I felt isolated and it was a horrible feeling. So this week I wanted to make sure that I was kind of catching up and doing everything I needed to do, you know, to kind of catch up of me being ill. And so that's exactly what I did. And I will admit I did, you know, there was a little bit of time that I did feel a bit emotional um, because I did feel like I was kind of being overwhelmed a little bit, you know, trying to catch up with everything, trying to make sure that I got everything done. Um, However, I also felt really like happy and relieved almost because I had to catch up on some lessons that I had missed and you know I was studying and once I catched up on my lessons and I was studying I was like oh my goodness I love studying and I love this and I did an interview over the phone um, with this woman the other day for one of my assignments where I'm going to write an article and I was speaking with her, chatting with her for about 30 minutes, really lovely woman, lovely conversation. And I realised, as I was learning what she was talking about, um, she was talking about a a medical condition, sorry, and I, something I didn't even think about, you know, I didn't even think, oh, you know, how this might affect it. So this, uh, sorry, medical condition, um, affects children. It does affect adults, but this charity in particular affects children. And it's kind of all about helping these children have a normal childhood. And for me, that is something I wouldn't have thought twice about. I had an amazing childhood. I have amazing parents, absolutely love them, get on with them amazingly, as well as I do with my siblings. So I'm very lucky in that sense. But she made me realise that, you know, I am very, very lucky. And not just me, but a lot of children who have had very nice childhoods are very, very lucky or have kind of almost taken their parents for granted. And I think that even though kind of I was overwhelmed by doing all this work, she made me realise kind of how important it is to kind of... Like, she opened up my eyes. And although I was kind of feeling a bit stressed, she she made me realise why I was doing what I was doing and why I love my career so much. Because my career is all about kind of giving people um, an opportunity, a platform to express their concerns, their feelings, their experiences so that other people can can know and it's almost it's a sense of community which I kind of love about it and I you know my role is to create that sense of community and create that opportunity for people to you know to have this platform and I think that yes I did feel a bit stressed but that made my day her being able to educate me on something that I would not know anything about unless I research and I think that was kind of the highlight of my week it made me kind of I was so happy that she gave me the opportunity to talk about it and I was also really happy that I you know this was my life this was this is my job to to know and to learn things about people I think is such a is such a gift is such a such an honor I would say to have the opportunity to do that and I you know anyone who wants to go to journalism I would encourage them to the absolute fullest but yeah, so I was feeling a little bit 
little bit stressed. It, I would say it would have been a building block to a round of feeling of depression. But like I said, I think it's really good. Sorry, I was rambling, but it's really, really good to, to kind of analyze that and be like, yeah, I was stressed. But this lady made me realize that, yes, this may be a lot of work now, but the effort I'm putting in now, as long as I'm taking care of my mental health, you know, to make sure I'm doing that alongside it, you know, it's making it all worth it. And I think that, especially to make sure you don't fall, <clears throat> sorry, make sure you don't fall into those random feelings of depression, you almost want to, you know, you want to analyse and look at the good things that have happened, you know, like, um, I had a really good week in sense that I made some really, really nice food, so I had some really lovely lunches this week, um, I had a bubble tea, which I was very, very happy about when I felt sad, because I thought, you know what, when I did feel like a kind of wave of depression coming on, I was like, let me do something I like, let me have something I love, and I absolutely love bubble tea, my favourite is a fruit tea, so I usually get a mango fruit tea with mango popping boba, 100% recommend, Um, so there was a recent bubble tea shop that opened locally to me, and I was like, right, let me go try it, and I've loved it ever since, Um, so I would definitely also encourage that when you do have these random feelings of depression, if you can't necessarily find the root or the cause of what's going on, try and find a solution. One thing I will say is do not let social media or, you know, TikTok or kind of, you know, Twitter, um, Instagram, Snapchat, don't let that be your, the way you, your coping mechanism, the way you cope, the way you deal with the sudden feelings of depression because I have, you know, so I created a limitation on TikTok for two hours a day and I go over it basically every single day and it's so, so, so bad, but I will find myself scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through TikTok, watching funny videos of a cat or watching people dancing or watching people make a joke, or watching memes and it's all great, like, do you know what I mean? I love, you know, it's, that's what it's for, but at the same time, it's not good for me. I will find hours and hours of myself wasting my time on it. But that's not to say that it's completely bad. You know, I have gotten quite into fitness recently. I found that going to the gym has made me feel so much better and confident in myself. So that's another way I cope, obviously, while being safe. I'm not trying to hurt myself. So I only do what I can handle and slowly build up my my stamina, my muscle strength. And it definitely helps with my mental health and keeps me out of those feelings of depression. Because instead of me just being at home, scrolling through TikTok, I go to the gym do a nice little workout come home have a good healthy balanced meal and yeah I can just relax and I feel very good about myself because even if I did nothing that entire day I know that I did one good productive thing that has helped me and you know a lot of the TikTok um, people I follow have been well one they've been journalists um, and two they've also been fitness people and there'll be people who are giving advice um who have been giving kind of little tips and tricks and there is one girl specifically and I think she is absolutely amazing and she I can't remember her name but she basically gives um she gives tick she does tiktoks about um the gym and kind of gym anxiety because I know a lot of people are very anxious about going and you know they're like oh I don't want to go like I'm worried everyone's gonna want to watch me and she's all about you know she'll go to the gym in like these pink boots she's gone to the gym with a dressing gown on she's gone to the gym and put a pillow on the floor and laid on it like and basically said like 
nobody cares what you're doing at the gym. Just go do what you need to do for yourself and nobody will even bat an eye. The only time people are likely to even catch a glimpse of you, a catch a glimpse of you is if you're using the machine that they want. That's literally about it. And I think that she was very empowering. And I do think that watching her is very good. However, I don't think that it's good to be catching myself scrolling on hours and hours on end, scrolling through silly little TikToks that kind of don't need to be done, you know? And yeah, and I think that, you know, social media can sometimes be quite daunting and sometimes it can even cause your random feeling of depression. Like for example, I see my friends on Snapchat or on Instagram, they're all going out and they're drinking and I don't particularly drink anyway, but just seeing them kind of going out and having fun and socialising, it makes you think, oh, I want to do that. But at the same time, that's also not who I am. So it's quite odd that I'm like, oh, you know, all my friends are going out and going out to the club. And I'm like, but I don't even, that's not even something I'm particularly interested in. For me and my friends, we go out and we go out to eat and it's really, really nice. But we, you know, I don't do it that often because, you know, I have, I have a job and I also got to balance um, my lessons, my lectures and, you know, doing things outside of um, uni. Because one thing I would advise is that, you know, it's not just what you do inside, it's also what you do outside. So as you can imagine, there's kind of a lot of things, which is where a lot of my pressure comes from. But I need to have that equal balance. But you know, I just see my friends out there having fun. and I'm thinking, oh, I wish I could just be doing that. And, you know, and I wouldn't be at home just studying all the time. But then at the same time, people only post what they want you to see, because I have a think about what I post. And you know, I post when you know, when I get up and I get dressed to go out, I'll post it. When I'm hanging out with people, I'll probably post it. When I'm doing something fun or going up for dinner, I'll post it. But for the days I'm just laying in bed in my dressing gown, I don't post. For the days that I slept all day, I don't post. For the days that I literally just go to a lecture and come home or I, you know, I go to church and I just come home and cook or I go for my food shop, I don't post. I think the only times I do would be on Be Real because that's kind of the whole concept of it. But even then, I won't post my Be Real sometimes until I'm doing something. So Be Real might go off when I'm in bed and I won't post anything until I'm, you know, I'm out with my friends having a dinner. And I think that that's something that people need to realise. And I definitely appreciate when social media people or influencers are very honest about not always doing something or not always being out and proactive. You know, they have lazy days too. And and I think that's also kind of linked to the random feelings of depression. You know, social media has a major impact. It has a lot of positives. You know, there's encouraging, influential people, giving you life hack tips, helping you with lifestyle things, helping you with learning and stuff like that and taking care of yourself. But there are also, you know, people who are just showing their best life, which they have every right to do, but that can also be very damaging to other people like yeah it's really great to see I love seeing when people are doing get ready with me to go to a movie premiere and I'm like oh I wish I could do that and sometimes it makes me feel like oh like you know why am why is that not me and at the same time it's like we are completely different people and why would I be in a movie premiere like that has got nothing to do with me like nothing for yes I would love to be part of a movie premiere and there are probably ways that I could be however I'm not an influencer I'm not you know I'm I'm a journalist and you know I could get invited to a movie premiere but that's not where I am at the stage in my life but when I see other people like that it's almost kind of like it's a bit of jealousy like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend 
I don't get jealous. I'm sure we all do seeing people on social media, you know, getting PR packages and getting all this freebie like makeup and stuff to try out and to show people. But then at the same time, it's like I'm just mindlessly scrolling and that could be me if I wanted it to be. But because I've gone into this random feeling of depression and I don't even know it's happening like I don't even realize that it's because I'm seeing all these people do all this stuff I don't even realize it's because I'm scrolling mindlessly through social media you know I all I'm seeing is just people doing it and be like I want to do that scroll I want to do that scroll I want to do that scroll when it could be I want to do that let me get off my phone let me do some research let me see how that can be me let me see how I can implement that into my life and for example this is exactly what I'm doing now I've always wanted to make a podcast and I see you know people publishing their podcasts on TikTok and I've seen it on YouTube and I've you know I've listened to some I've listened to Emma Chamberlain's um sorry podcast on Spotify and I think oh I would love to be able to talk to people about things I've learned and you know maybe even help people that may not know things and even learn from other people like you know, people, you know, commented on my podcast being like, oh, Sasha, have you ever tried this? And I'd be like, no, I haven't. Like, I want this, I want to be a kind of platform and create a community of people that are all just wanting to learn and thrive together. Because, you know, um, for the people who know, you know, gatekeeping, the people who don't know what gatekeeping in is gatekeeping is sorry it's basically where somebody kind of they know something for example let's say I know the perfect skincare routine to get your skin completely clear right and I don't tell you about it that's me gatekeeping I'm keeping some some like really good information that could help other people to myself because I don't want other people to know and you know I don't you know I don't want to gatekeep I you know maybe my my tips and tricks are already out there um, and maybe people know them, but there also may be people who don't. And, you know, I want to, you know, I'm happy to reach the people who do know, but I'm also, I really want to reach out to the people who don't know. And I think that that is really, really important. And so, you know, instead of me just mindlessly looking at other people's, you know, podcasts and wishing out me, I'm just going to put myself out there. And, you know, and I feel so much better about it. I feel like in such a happier, preppier mood. And, you know, I am no longer in that kind of random feeling of depression. But not only am I not in it, I also kind of realised and kind of analysed, like I said, of, okay, why am I feeling this way? And I'm like, I have had making a podcast on my to-do list for about a good few weeks now. And I've had it in my head, I've had it in my head, and I've just not done it, not done it, not done it. But keep looking at other people do it, and it kind of, that was one of my little blocks for making me kind of feel low. And... You know, and I think that now that I've done it, I've kind of I've kind of taken one of those blocks off almost. And I feel very grateful for it. And at the end of the day, there is nothing wrong. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with feeling a sudden feeling of depression. Of course there's not. But you don't want to feel like that. Nobody wants to feel depressed. Nobody wants to feel sad. Or nobody wants to feel like they don't want to get out of bed. Or they don't want to go anywhere and they just want to stay in the room. That's like the worst feeling. Don't get me wrong. There are sometimes I want to stay in my room, not because of depression, just because I have learned to love my own company. Um, at, and I think that's also part of, you know, the feeling of depression is that the I, you know, feeling lonely. But I've definitely kind of learned how to, um, you know, how to kind of deal with um, the feeling of loneliness, um, which I will definitely talk about in another episode, um, which I've already planned to do anyway. 
Um, but yeah, I just think that, you know, just try your best to kind of see why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And if you don't, that is completely fine. But maybe it's worth talking to someone. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a therapist, but maybe talking to someone and seeing kind of what they think. Because I think that's so, that's the magical thing about people is that everyone has a different mindset, a different opinion, a different way to cope, a different mindset. And I think, oh, I think I said that. (laughs) But like, yeah, just different ways of thinking about life. And I think that the fact is, is that that could be really beneficial for other people. And even if you don't feel like talking to someone, you talk with, you know, I'm talking to you and I'm, you know, and, you know, it may not be a, a back and forth conversation, but, you know, I'm ha- I'd love for people to, to, you know, even say, you know, look, Sasha, I'm feeling this way. Like, you know, could you discuss that? Of course, of course I can discuss it. I want to be as, as candid, as real, as honest. And yeah, that's why this is called Life As I Know It or Life As Sash Knows It because I wanted to make it a bit unique for me because, you know, it's life as, you know, me. My name is Sasha though, but I just, a lot of people call me Sash. So I wanted to, you know, I wanted to have that kind of, that relationship with you guys that this is, this is a proper, a proper friendship, a proper relationship for us to kind of discuss about what we're feeling and how we're feeling and why we're feeling it. And yeah, well, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening. Um, It really does mean a lot. I, I kind of want to do this more for you guys more than myself. It's more for me about letting people know that what they're feeling is okay and getting to talking about, you know, you know, talking about things that should be normalised. You know, I feel like definitely over the years, we've definitely normalised mental health a lot. And I feel like let's make it even more normal to talk about. Let's make it, you know, something that people could just bring up in a conversation and be like, hey, you know what? I've just been feeling this random feeling of depression and I don't know what to do about it. You know, at a dinner table or or at a kind of, you know, going out with your mates. And they'll be like, right, yeah. They're like, well, maybe, you know, have you tried talking to someone or, you know, you know, you know, what started this feeling? you know, or have you tried listening to, to a podcast? Because I think podcasts are definitely helpful. I know that when I was feeling a bit old, I loved listening to Emma Chamberlain and she was kind of my inspiration for starting a podcast because she kind of, she gave realness and that is exactly what I'm going to do. Anyway, again, just thank you so much for listening. I really do hope that that helped. And, you know, if you guys have any feedback for me, I would absolutely love to hear it. Um, I'd love to have a conversation with people and kind of see how they're feeling because, you know, you guys might even have ways to cope that I didn't even think about. Um, and it wouldn't, I'd love to hear, you know, if this helped you in any way. Anyway, I hope you guys all have an absolutely amazing morning, night, evening, whatever point you're listening to this in the day or in the week. And I hope that this has truly helped you. And I hope you know that you your feelings are completely valid and don't let you know don't let people tell you that they're not obviously act in a way that's appropriate you know you can feel how you're feeling but that doesn't always you know excuse actions but you can express how you're feeling and say you know this is how I'm feeling and I know it's valid and you know that's just me anyway Thank you guys. Thanks for listening to Life as Sash Knows It and speak to you later.